This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens... Talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got it back on the fan. Been a fun show this morning. A long show, but a fun show. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. It's been Daniel Jones. You know, while you were sleeping, we were talking a lot about Daniel Jones and his contract. It's not the contract that's the problem. It was the timing of everything for the Giants, which was just kind of messed up. Not not to, I was going to say not to their own fault, but it is actually their own fault. Literally, it is the Giants' fault that this whole thing was messed up because they put Daniel Jones in a position to fail with the prior head coaches, you know, three years of Jones not being any good. Then they finally make a change. They bring in guys who are competent with Shane and Dable. They don't pick up the fifth-year option, nor should they have. But then Jones naturally goes out there and shows that he can be a franchise quarterback. So now you're in a spot where you have to give him that contract off of one year. It's not the numbers, although when you look at the numbers compared to the other quarterbacks who are making that or around that per year, Jones does not belong with at least the majority of them. But as you just heard Joe Shane say, the ceiling has not been reached for Daniel Jones yet. They are expecting him to take his game to another level, and that's kind of my whole point. on. I'm not knocking Daniel Jones. I'm not knocking the contract. However, we need to see more from Daniel Jones. He got paid off for one year. If you're last year declining the fifth-year option, everybody in this town is like, ah, move on. We don't know what he is. Daniel Jones, he's a waste, whatever. And now a year later, a complete 180. A complete 180 to where now he's, hey, Danny Dimes. Danny got the bag. He secured the bag. Now franchise quarterback. 
And yeah, he's better than the alternative, but that just can't be the answer for everything. Well, I mean, he's better than the other crap out there. Well, you have to have higher expectations than that. There there were other options. And I'm not saying the Giants were going to go on, you know, whether it's Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, through the draft. I mean, whatever. There were other options. It wasn't like they had to be attached to Daniel Jones, but for many reasons... They wanted Daniel Jones back, and they got a best-case scenario. Anyway, he needs to. Now that he's got his money, it's still kind of an extension of the evaluation process as we head into now year five with Daniel Jones. That has been the bulk of the talk. We've talked to Aaron Rodgers um, and the Jets, of course. We've done very little baseball, uh, you know, in regards to the Mets uh, and Yanks, just random stuff. actually went over the promotional schedule, which was fun. Check anything out you might have missed on the free Odyssey app. Bobby is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Bobby. Yeah, how you doing, Sal? Uh, great, Bobby. Listen, how are you? Yeah. Uh, I got to talk about Daniel Jones right now, okay? Number one, you're, you're not talking about what kind of teams he had in the last two years. No offensive line, no defense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you want the guy to do? He's running for his life. You understand? Now, I'm confused. Year, the offensive line is coming together a little bit, and it needs to come together a lot more. They got to get him a good receiver. Right? I'm no, good. I know, I know. Right? They got to get him a good receiver. So let me just get this straight. They need to get him good, a good receiver, one or two. Does he need multiple? You tell me. What receivers? Yeah. Does he need one or two? How many does he need? I I think he could use two. Okay, all right. So, good, so let's get him two receivers. receivers. we got to get him a great defense, right? His defense is pretty good. They're getting better. Okay, so we need to get I the like, def- defense got to be better, two good receivers, and we need to get the offensive line better? we got to tighten the offensive line up. Yes. Anything else? And Daniel Jones will throw 25, 30 touchdowns a year. Right, okay. He's yep. got accuracy, he's mm-hmm. got touch, and he's got a rocket arm. Right. Yeah, and then maybe he'd be in the top fifteen in the league. Excuse me. Then maybe no, he would be. Maybe in the, he was could this thing even on? be in the top five in the league. Right. How about this? Right. Top five, Daniel Patrick Jones. Mahomes what league? Are we talking the, the best XFL? quarterback in the NFL? Right. Right. Okay. Let me ask you a question, though. If you put Daniel Jones in the Kansas City Chiefs right. with all those weapons right. and that offensive right. line. Right. Who's the Chiefs' best receiver? Line. Who's the Chiefs' top receiver this year? Not tight end, receiver. I think I think it is the tight end. It's Curse. No, no, no. It's who? It, it was what's-his-name, but they got rid of him. Oh, oh, then how did Mahomes ever survive? How did he ever survive? Yeah, they because got rid of his best stacked. receiver. You got McCaffrey, you got Curse. What the hell are you talking about? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What are you talking about? At least McCaffrey's real. He's not on the Chiefs, but he's a real guy. I mean, right. What did he call Kelsey? Kurtz? Was that what he said? Yeah. Does he mean Jalen Hurts, the quarterback? Come on, dude. Come back to me here. This is where you get carried away. You said Daniel Jones could be a top five. Daniel Jones will never be a top five quarterback, dot, 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 in the NFL. If he wants to go to the XFL, he'd probably be number one. But in the NFL, he'll never be a top five quarterback. And that's not a knock on him. It's just the reality of the situation. And now you're saying if you take Mahomes off the Chiefs and put Daniel Jones in there, I I don't even want to hear the rest of what you're going to say. But it's 
ridiculous. It's ridiculous on any level to think that Daniel Jones could do anything to the level of Mahomes. By the way, that's not a knock on on Jones. Mahomes is one of the all-time great quarterbacks. And you're the same guy who is saying that Daniel Jones needs a good defense, needs a better offensive line, needs to get two receivers, and then he'll be better. Where with Mahomes, they don't, Chiefs don't have a great defense and haven't really had a great defense since he's been there. They lost their best receiver and he got better. And that's the guy you're going to compare Daniel Jones to? If Daniel, here's, here's what would have happened. If Daniel Jones went to Kansas City instead of Patrick Mahomes, like Mahomes never existed, Chiefs needed the quarterback, they go get Daniel Jones. Here's what would have happened. You would have been calling the radio station in Kansas City and saying, uh, Chiefs don't have an offensive line. They got no wide receivers. What do you want Daniel Jones to do? They have no weapons. They just lost their top receiver. They need to get an offensive line. They need a better running game. They need to get him some weapons. That's what you'd be saying. Mark is calling from Northport. Good morning, Mark. So it's been a while. How are you, my friend? Good, Mark. Always How are you? Pleasure. I like your work, work on SNY. I'm, uh, I'm elated about this uh, Knicks team, and I saw your broadcast last night pertaining to um, the level of exhaustion. I mean, uh, when Boston played Cleveland on the back-to-back the next night, they sat both Tatum and Horford in that game. It was a great game, uh, one of the best games I've ever seen. My question to you is this. Um, I think that you're very excited about the team. I think you like uh, the acquisition of Hart is huge. Do you think quickly is becoming, or do you need to, I argue with my friends, I need to see more. Um, do you think quickly has taken a step in the direction of being a star on the second unit on this team? Yes. And, yeah. and, and Don't you? I mean, not- you're watching it. He's an impact player now. Okay, he's going to be six man of the year. I mean, he, that's how he's in the conversation for six well, man well, of the year. Well, no, you, but 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 listen, I need to see a little more. We might, I respectfully disagree. He was his shot was off at the beginning of the season. If you look at his and look at his season this year, he was inconsistent early in the year. I'm on the same page with you pertaining to that. However, I need to see a little more because I'm a I'm very excited about this team. Do you think, I think you said the other day, do you think this could be a championship-caliber team? Do you think they need another star on this team? In other words... I did not say, just to clarify, I I never said the Knicks could be a championship-caliber team. And if I did, I was either joking or uh, half asleep. No, no, but... but I I said they could maybe get to the Eastern Conference Finals if everything went well. And I wasn't going to put a ceiling on what they could do, but I don't think this Knicks team is a championship-caliber team. Okay, do you see them in the offseason? Suppose, suppose for argument's sake, we, we sign both hard and quickly. And quickly is, is, is a staple on the second unit, along with Hart. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grimes and Toppin, they don't have much trade value right now. My question to you is this. Do you think they need one more star with a, a combination of draft picks and maybe moving some of the players to bring in, 
for instance, a player like Gilchrist from OKC. I think they need one more star. I think they need one of two things, and thanks for the call. We appreciate checking in, Mark. Good to hear from you. They need either R.J. Barrett to take a step forward and become closer to an all-star, which I don't think is going to happen. Or they need to acquire a star. Now, that is, I mean, you could also say, I guess, Kenny Manuel quickly turn into that caliber star. But I don't believe, I think he's best suited for what he's doing right now. I don't know if he's going to be that third guy. If Randall is your number two guy, you're definitely going to need a legitimate third guy. Maybe Randall, maybe we should reorganize that. Brunson is the number one, and Randall could be the number three, and they need a number two guy, or they need a number one guy. Can R.J. Barrett take that step? Don't believe he can. I don't think he's good enough. But that's what they need from within. Grimes, quickly, those guys aren't there. I don't know if they'll ever get to that type level. And if they do, then the Knicks are okay in that regard. If not, they're going to need a star player to replace what uh, – replace may not be the right word – to do what R.J. Barrett is supposed to do night in, night out. That's the clear thing that they're lacking right now. Who that is, I have no idea. How they're going to get him, also no idea. But that's what they need. Because you look everywhere else, Mitchell Robinson is doing what he's supposed to be doing. Brunson doing what he's supposed to be doing. Randall doing what he's supposed to be doing. Grimes is a young player that's a good defensive guy with supposed to have a nice shot. He can improve. Quickly's been a stud. Josh Hart has been great. By the way, Josh Hart, I loved what he said the other night about being tired. I mean, it's such bull crap. Oh, they played a double overtime two nights ago. They played a double overtime game on Sunday, and they're not okay on Tuesday? That's going to catch up with them? Oh, it caught up with them too many minutes. Get the hell out of here. That's not an excuse. And Hart knowingly says, you know what? We're playing a game. The people that get up at 6 a.m. or sooner, or don't go to sleep until 6 a.m., but the people that get up at 6 a.m. and work 12-hour days, those are the people that can be tired. Not us. We're playing a game. Thank you, Josh Hart. Brett is calling from Long Island. Good morning, Brett. Sal, how are you? Congratulations. Do you remember growing up Michael Jordan posters and Hulk uh, Hulk Hogan posters? Sure. Do you think it's strange I'm a 52-year-old man that I want to go get Daniel Jones posters and put them all over my house in every room? I wonder if my wife's going to go for that. I'm not surprised, though. So this is why I am the way I am, by the way. I'm going to start now so you know for next year. This is why I'm combative. Because every single person I know is messaging me, calling me, and I'm combative. Beating me up how bad of a contract this is. And my point is, I was thinking $37 I'll be honest with you, when I saw the other contracts. Okay, we're off a couple of million. They don't factor in the guy was the perfect teammate leader, role model. There's no issues with him at all. He plays so hard. You saw him on that one block mm-hmm. he had when he sprung Barkley. Like, you factor it in. Listen, in a perfect world, if I'm his agent, I say, hey, let's go 37. 
Because when you give them 40, you're putting a lot of pressure on them for the negative naysayers like you, Sal. I'm not a negative naysayer. People. I never said this was a bad contract, not once. Well, you, you kind of, you know, you allude to it a little bit. You know, you're, oh, you're it's not. Look, to listen to me. No, hold on. There's no alluding. There's no alluding. Okay. Listen to me. Listen to me. It is not a bad contract. End of sentence. You good? We good now? Okay. All right, well, what if he, what if he, go, all right, I, you know what? I'm going to tape that. Hold on. Let me, I got to tape this. You might have to say Oh, well, you don't have to. Just go to the free Odyssey app and you can play it on your phone all night long. Hey, put that with your Daniel well, Jones posters and, they, and get no, they, they just, the calls disappear, though, after I think a day or something, right? Uh, Doesn't show disappear? Just, just record so I, I don't know. It. But here's the point. The contract itself is not bad. They kind of had to do it. The problem is that they're doing it off of one year. So normally we would have evaluated the quarterback in four years and make a definitive decision whether he's good enough or not. We don't have that with Jones because he had three bad years, maybe not to a fault of his own. It's the coaches, Stop the system. With the three bad years. It he's was twenty five. Stop. It was he's three twenty five years old. He can play ten more years. Sal, oh no, my God. But I'm with going the three off years. Of, I'm getting old. Right, but I'm going off of what is. I mean, you're going off of what oh. could be. Did he did he have three bad years it's or not? Sal, contracts are projections, correct? Come on, stay with me. No, with not, that. not all the time. You can't look at what a guy Hold. did for two years. This guy yes, yeah, absolutely you can. Guy. Are you, you an idiot? Absolutely you can. And the new coaches and GMs. What are you so giving him a contract based off of? What are you Wait, giving him a contract based off of? We're all projecting what we said. What are you giving a contract What are you giving it off of? You don't just project. You're giving it off of something. Last year, they beat the Vikings on the road in the playoff Correct. game. Correct. Okay? No, like, no, no, no. You know, but you're not, not understanding. I can't do this. You're not understanding what I'm saying. When you give a contract, you do it based off of a sample size. So, yes, you're right. One year. That's what the Giants are giving this contract off of. That, to me, is somewhat of an, a, a problem. It's They had to do it. It's unfortunate the timing of it, but the reason why it's an issue is normally you evaluate four years. You want to throw out three bad years. He's only been in the league four years. You're throwing out three of them. And you're giving him that contract off of one year. Yes, contracts are projections based off of what the player has done. There's got to be the foundation for the projection. You don't just get a projection out of midair. So it's going off of what he's done. Regardless of the reason, Daniel Jones stunk in his first three years. And he was very good in the fourth year. They had to give him a contract off of that one year. And just to reiterate, it's not a bad contract. But it doesn't mean that Daniel Jones is definitively the guy and going to get to those levels that they're projecting him to get to. You, Brett, don't want to hear anything else. You have this thought in your mind, and you're set on that. And that's fine. You're Daniel Jones' backer. Guess what? So are the Giants. But you have to understand why they're paying him or what they're paying him off of and why it's different for, say, Dak Prescott. The Cowboys knew, they, they saw him for four years do much more than Daniel Jones did in four years. 
other quarterbacks had success earlier on in their career. Jones, it took four years. Otherwise, they would have given. Why didn't they pick up the fifth-year option? What was that based off of exactly? Were they projecting? Why didn't they pick up the fifth-year option? They were going based off of what they saw the first three years. Then they needed to evaluate him again under Brian Dable, and then they gave him a contract off of that. One year. Got it? (sighs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. on the fan going at 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and CeeLo, who's in for Jerry. Jerry in Chicago getting ready for the Big Ten tournament as Rutgers take it on Michigan. 877-337-6666. Been a lot of Daniel Jones uh, on this Thursday morning, and it's been fun having this conversation. It's not a knock on the contract. It's not even really a knock on Daniel Jones. It's just such a unique circumstance that a guy – played one way for the first three years, another way for the fourth year, and then gets paid based off of that one fourth year and still has more room to grow. In year two under Brian Dable, who clearly was the best thing that ever happened to Daniel Jones. Just a unique circumstance that the Giants find themselves in. And the hope is if he does take those next steps, and reaches a higher ceiling, that will elevate the team to another level, to where they could be on par with the Eagles and with the Niners and the top teams in the league. Tommy is calling from Morris Park. What's up, Tommy? I knew I'd never get on. Go Buchanan. Go Buchanan. Eric is calling from Ron Konkuma. Uh Good morning, yeah. Eric. He got us. Good. Yeah. Good Lord. What's up, okay. Eric? Yeah, it's all right. We were, we were do, overdue for one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, I, I somehow I have a feeling that every athlete out there probably just started tweeting uh, Brett, uh, wanting them to be his agent. You know, based on uh, the projection on the contract. There. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um. You know, but look, you know, here's what uh, I want to get to the Islanders real quick. But you know, two out of the three of the papers the yesterday. Islanders. Had, yeah. What are you yeah, looking to the Islanders about? 
well, you know, I mean, we're getting near the end of the season. Again, things are getting a little tense. You know, the, the very, there's, you know, I mean, today's games, uh, the, the schedule for today is, there's a lot of interest among several teams because there's, there's a whole bunch of them right on each other with the, with the standings on there. So, I mean, I'm going to be sitting there locked in. Later Rangers later. back in action tonight, taking on the Habs, Islanders in right. action. Oh, you got the Penguins, Islanders? Devils Penguins? are playing, uh, Capitals, I believe. I could be wrong there, but, uh, uh, but yeah, Islanders and Pittsburgh. I mean, and they're they're only a point apart, but there's like three games difference there. I mean, it's uh, it's it's going to be tense for the next couple of weeks. I mean, I'm really uh, looking, you know, uh, well, I, I got my fingers crossed big time, uh, you know, that that they get in again based on the amount of games played so far. So, but uh, they are playing better, so that's all I could ask for. But um, <clears throat> you know, I, I really you know, just getting back to the Daniel Jones thing real quick. I really hope for a lot of people's sake that he plays, you know, as well as he did this year. Because, you know, I find it very interesting. And look, I mean, me being a Jeff fan, I can't comment on the quarterback. Look what we've had to deal with. But yeah, I, from what I hear from a lot of people, though, there, there seems to be very little middle <clears throat> middle ground when it comes to his evaluation. It's either he's terrible or he's the best quarterback that's ever existed. You know. Um, you don't hear too much middle of the of the road with uh, people evaluating uh, Daniel Jones, which I, I find fascinating. So I think that's uh, exactly where he is, the middle of the road right now, anyway. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing because I mean, and, and look, you pointed, you, 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 I think you said it very well. The, the fact that he, I, I, I agree. I don't think he'll be top five either. But again, that's not a knock on him. Look who's in the league. You know, I mean, I mean, you have. Uh, you still have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you have Mahomes. You have Herbert, who I, I believe is uh, better than uh, uh, Jones. I mean, you have Burrow. I mean, you have Trevor Lawrence. Right. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, Lamar Jackson is probably a slight Jalen Hurts. Above. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. I mean, look, it, it's not a bad thing, but, I mean, if you know, but like you said, there's room for improvement. If he can get to, let's say, the, the lower end of the, you know, let's say, top 12, you know, then he's made improvement and he's moving up. But I mean, it, it, you know, how many times have we seen the the best quarterback not win? I got to tell you, Eric, I uh, I haven't had a carb today, and I just saw a Taco Bell commercial, and man, is it making me hungry. Uh, well, you know what? Four, uh, it's four thirty now. The, the one in Farmingville is closed at this point. What about White Castle? They're open. I've been watching commercials all night long for Taco Bell and Chili's. Man, I haven't been with Chili's in forever, but those burgers look delicious. Yeah, well, you know, it's right right across from Island 16 Theater. If you go and see Creed, yeah, you get I actually am going to try to go. I can't believe this Sunday is Oscar Sunday. I'm so far behind. It's ridiculous. I used to watch all the movies. I don't even know what's nominated anymore, but I am going to take my wife. Well, you did see Whale, correct? I did see, yeah, The Whale, yeah. That's not this, yeah, that, that's that, not up that for was, best picture, is it? Uh, no. no, I don't believe he's, so. But I he, mean, he's but, up so, for a Brandon Fraser. He's for best actor. You yeah. saw it or no? So, uh, I saw a good amount of it. Did you see the beginning it reminded, of it? I have not seen the beginning. Oh, I, God. I, I did hear what you mentioned on that. Um, j- j- just a real quick aside on that. I, I actually had a uh, couple of tenants years ago when I, when I first moved in, and they were, uh, let's just say, reminiscent of. Wow, what he looks like in yeah, so um, yeah, that's a rough uh, that's a rough watch, honestly. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a I don't want to call it a must watch, um, but it's it's a rough watch, and I do think that I would just recommend checking it out. 
um, as a Taco Bell commercial. I thought he was, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was, was good. Excellent. I thought he was fine, but I didn't think yeah. the movie was uh, was good at all. Anyway, I'm going to try to take my wife to see Creed three, and then there's another one that looked pretty cool to me. What's the movie um, with the dudes 65? from Star Wars? Sixty five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So, and what is that about? It's like they they go kill dinosaurs okay, well, or something. Well, it appears to me, just based on the trailer that I've seen and everything, it feels very much like the Mark Wahlberg version of Planet of the Apes. Hmm. Uh, oh, he, with dinosaurs, though. Right. He, he's an astronaut. Uh, Adam Driver's an astronaut uh, of some kind, and they crash land on a planet. It, it, it appears, and I have not seen it, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a twist on there, but it appears somehow he ends up in prehistoric Earth. Right, that's what I, yeah, I I actually think I want, and thank you for the call, Eric, I think I want to check that out, and the reason why is, not because those things generally interest me, because they don't, but it it just looks like a movie movie, you know what I mean? I get caught up a lot of times, whether it's just because of my wife, or or sometimes just the movies that everybody recommends, and the best picture movies, and then you're watching these, like, oh, it was beautifully written, and well acted, and a terrific story, and I'm like, yeah, okay, but like, Sometimes I just want a, a popcorn movie. I want to go to the theater and I want to watch an unrealistic, semi-crappy, entertaining, action-packed movie. And that seems like one of them. I don't know why something about it, like dudes landing on a prehistoric earth with dinosaurs, made me, it got me interested. But I got to see Creed 3 first, so I don't know if my wife would go for that one anyway. And basically, our window is one movie, if that. You know, we get the baby. Mother has to babysit the baby. There's no way. The old days, I'd be seeing two or three movies in a day. Now I can't do that. But those two movies are on my radar. This commercial's running again, man. I need a uh, cheesy gordita crunch in a hurry. Mike is calling from Monroe. What's up, Mike? Hey, Sal. How you doing? I got two things. I'm a Giants fan. I don't really know what to think about the contract, but... I think most people could agree that the Giants overachieved as a team last year with a lot of players, different rookie players and stuff, overachieving. You can't really expect the Giants to do as good. So does that, how does that affect Jones, do you think? Because he could even have a better year, throw 20, 25 touchdowns, and the Giants could still have a worse record. And he'll probably take most of the blame for it. The reality is the Giants, in all likelihood, will not go as far as they did this year. I mean, that's just common sense would tell you that. that I think the Giants, if you gave them truth serum, would tell you that they don't expect. You hope and anything could happen, but they wouldn't expect to be back in the divisional round again. They're not there yet. But I don't think that that has an impact on Jones. I feel like Jones is his... Not his own entity. Obviously, he's a big part of the team. He's the face of the franchise. But his play is going to be evaluated separately from the results of where the Giants end up. Yeah, ho- hopefully. And hopefully he does good and it gets evaluated that way. But And my second thing is, have you ever heard of the, the saying, um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes? Mm, I don't think so. Well, anyway, make uh, idiotic comments. Get called an idiot from Sal. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed about calling people idiots. That's all I got to well, say. Well, I appreciate when, that, Mike. When when they say idiotic things, trust me, I'm in my work truck and I'm yelling at the radio with you. Right. Because I'm like, these people are nuts. What the hell are you saying, you know? I appreciate but. it. And, and remember, Mike, and thank you for the call, I was also like you. I used to be a listener. Uh, I would call occasionally, but I would listen and I would hear. And even 
in recent years, you know, even if I started working here behind the scenes, I would hear things go on on the air. And I'm sitting there in my car, wherever I am listening, going, get on this guy. He's wrong. What is, what is wrong with you? How can you let this go? I am not embarrassed by calling people idiots. I think I've called at least five people idiots this morning. I mean, it happens. You call up and you say something in the attic, to your point, there's a good chance I'm going to call you an idiot. It happens. Sports Talk Radio. Nothing personal, of course. But I'm not embarrassed of that. I was embarrassed of that particular clip. You know, last week I lost it on some caller. Because I lost it. Most of the time, I'm in total control. And I'm just passionately getting into a sports debate. In that moment, I flipped out. That's why I was... And maybe embarrassed is strong. Because even though the clip... I didn't want the clip out there. I'm not embarrassed by the clip necessarily. There's nothing, you know, it's fine. You don't have to call or whatever. It was more, I'm not proud of that moment. It's not like I want that moment to go out there and get attention. So that's more, that's more than, I know the embarrassed stuff, you know, got some play yesterday and I did say it and there was a part of me that was, but like, not really. I'm not really embarrassed. It happens. This is me. I mean, how many times? I mean, legit tonight probably called five people idiots at least. It happens. And you guys love it. Jason is calling from North Brunswick, New Jersey. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's going on? How are you? Uh, Better than your line. I'm going to put you on hold, Jason, see if you could get into a better spot because it sounds really bad, your phone line. Dino is calling from Maryland. What's up, Dino? Sal, how you doing? Good, Dino. Good morning. Morning. Just um, a couple of things. One, um, I know about Jones this year, which um, was an improvement. Um, the rookie year was not bad. It's just that his mistake is rookie year was was a lot of in it, was a lot of turnovers because I because he had twenty four touchdowns and twelve interceptions, but his fumbles was, was the issue with him. Although, like I said, his rookie year was okay, could have been better, but this year was definitely an improvement, and I'd like to see what happens going forward. Thank you, Sal. Have a good night. Okay, thank you, Dino. You hung up on me. The only thing he didn't do was call me an idiot. And thank you for that. He's got to show improvement. That's it. That's it. There's got to be more there. Giants think there's more there. They know they need to see it. This is not a, hey, they're, they're paying him or expecting him to be what he was last year, and then that's it. That would not be good enough for anybody. They believe Daniel Jones can grow. And I do believe he could too. I just need to see it. Giant fans act like Daniel Jones is there, like he's at that level. He's not. It's been four years, and he's not at that level. He may be getting there. He may be on his way, but he's not there yet. It's a unique circumstance, but actually a good one. They have a quarterback that they believe could be the franchise quarterback, need to see more growth, signed a deal that is going to be friendly for them, at the very least in this first year, in regards to the cap hit, especially in comparison to what it would have been under the franchise tag. It allowed them to bring back Barkley. So their two biggest steps have been taken care of. And now they got to go out there and try to build a team around these two guys. It's not going to be able to be built in just one offseason to where you think the Giants are going to go out there and be legitimate Super Bowl contenders. They're not there yet. They got close last year, but it was a 
you know, took advantage of a softer schedule. Luckily, they played the Vikings in the first round, so they're a favorable first-round matchup. And then they met their match and got a little dose of reality. Not going to be easy to get back there. But at least they should be in a better spot. They are in a better spot than they were going into last year. Even though they may not go as far results-wise, Giants are set up better now for the future. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. We got about 13 minutes or so. Al and CeeLo. CeeLo's in for Jerry, who is about to broadcast the Rutgers Big Ten tournament game as they take on Michigan around noon. Jason is calling from North Brunswick, New Jersey. What's up, Jason? How's it going, Sal? Thanks for giving me another chance. Oh, no, no problem. There was a crappy line, so I'm glad you called back. Yeah. Um, I First of all, let me let me comment. You're not doing some kind of scrapbooking show on NPR. This is the Sal Licata show. You can call anybody an idiot. <laughs> you can yell, scream. Basically, what we're doing here is we're on the phone, but we're hanging out with friends in a bar, yelling and screaming. I've been arguing about sports my entire life. So you keep doing what you do. You know, I love that you it's, say it's, that. Great. I love that. Well, first of all, thank you. But I love that you say that because it's like people, there are some people that get so offended. Like, oh, oh, my God. How dare you call someone an idiot? You should Spike should fire you immediately. Now he may, but not for that. I mean, come on, who doesn't call somebody an idiot? Like that's the worst thing you could do is call somebody an idiot? Please. So we do that in sports talk all the time. You're right. Like, ah, you're an idiot. You know what we're talking about. It's not personally or or personal. It's just a, you know, it's something you say. Yeah, I mean, and stay away from my wife. Don't talk about my kids. Don't talk about my mother. But if you're talking about your favorite team, my favorite team. If you say something dumb, I'm going to tell you you're dumb, and that's it. And then buy you a beer right afterwards, yeah. and we're going to forget as, about it. As long as it's respectful. Day. I mean, I don't know if uh, calling somebody an idiot necessarily is respectful, but you know what I mean. It's got to be uh, yeah. above yeah, the belt it's, respectful. It's, it's, more, it's, more, it's more passion and less Bingo! thought out. You're not, say, you're, not say, you're not saying it with any, any malice or any thought real thought behind it. You really don't think the person's an idiot. Well, they may very well be an idiot, but... Yeah. Well, it depends really on saying, who the caller is, yeah. Yeah, you're not saying that. <laughs> the other thing is, that guy that wanted to put Daniel Jones posters all over his walls, did you honestly expect the next lines to be out of his mouth? Do you think my wife would go for that? <laughs> I would have sworn... Seriously, I, was, I would have bet my life that it was going to be... Do you think my mom would go for it? Yeah. Because, <laughs> and And then, as far as projections... If that guy honestly believes that contracts are handed out just like this, especially for that amount of money, on projections, and Anthony Volpe better be by the phone today because the Yankees are going to throw a boatload of money because he's projected to be the best shortstop since 
Right. Derek Jeter. Right, exactly. So, Great point. And Fleegs brought it up, too, uh, during one of the breaks. Like, yeah, so Aaron Judge got paid all his money based off of projections. No, it's based off of what these guys – now, you are projecting. I understand what he was trying to say. Of course, every contract you're projecting when it's a long-term deal, but it's based off of something. Correct, correct. And I don't necessarily agree that Dan Jones had three bad years. His first year, he needed to protect the ball better. But in 12 games, he did throw 24 touchdowns and had 12 picks. Right, so, but he I mean, was a turnover machine, so that's the issue. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he was a turnover machine. The reason the Giants gave him this money, I believe, is because they see a quarterback that has the skill set that is prepared to accomplish what they want to accomplish as an offense. It's sort of like if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets and the Jets hire an offensive coordinator that's a read option, run first, offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers' skill set is not necessarily going to fit with that coordinator. The Giants feel that the coach that they have in place, the offense that they're putting in, that this guy has the skill set to accomplish what they're looking to accomplish as an offense. And that's part of the reason why they've paid him. They've seen enough of him this year to know we can win with this guy. We have to pay him because there's no real quarterback out there for us, especially picking where they pick that's going to play the same way. Correct. Yeah. The, the risk yeah. so. the risk, and thank you, Jason, not only for the call, but for understanding what this is about. This is supposed to be fun, entertaining. We're talking sports. You and I in a bar, hanging out. I mean, not literally in a bar. I'm here in the studio. You're wherever the hell you are. But that's it. It shouldn't be, you know, you don't take offense to being called an idiot. I hope not anyway. But the the risk for the Giants to not bring Jones back is far greater than bringing him back at whatever contract number he was going to get. Because if you do, let him go, then it's okay, let's start from scratch here. Go draft and develop a quarterback. You don't know what that quarterback's going to be. You don't know who you're going to have the option to pick, and you don't know how he's going to be, how long it's going to take to get him to where you feel like you're at with Daniel Jones. You nailed it. You said it perfectly. They saw in that one year they could win with this guy. He fits their system, what they want to do, and that's why they locked him up. Now, they need to see him get better. That's They're also projecting he's going to get better. But taking that risk or making that decision was significantly better than any of the other options that they would have had. Gino's calling from Levittown. What's up, Gino? Hey, Sal, I just want to tell you, you're 100% right on Daniel Jones. You're right on the Knicks. Let me ask you something. In the NFL today, there's a lot of running with the quarterbacks. And uh, scrambling is one thing I agree with you. But aren't some plays designed for the quarterback to run? Yes. Okay. So what's I don't understand the point. We were I was saying that I don't like that. I'd rather not have quarterbacks – on the design runs. I get it on occasion, but I think it's overdone. I agree, but you're, you're not making the calls. The coaches are make, designing that play. Why are they doing that? Why are they risking their quarterback? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, so, well, they think it's a good play, but that's my point is that I wouldn't be doing that as often. Let's use Daniel Jones specifically. I think the Giants have run him too much. Yes, it's been effective. I understand why they're doing it. I think they need to have a better balance and dial that back a little bit. 
broken down pass plays, scrambles, that's all well and good. The designed runs, to me, are putting your quarterback in harm's way more often than you need to. And, uh, okay, I agree. Uh, The contract, I don't don't think that was based on projection because there's not much projection. Well, I I think we lost you there. I mean, they're projecting that he's going to get a little bit better, but that's not why they gave him that contract. They gave him the contract because it was their best option, and they do believe in the player, but they do believe he's going to get better. That's what the value is right now in that deal or for a quarterback of Jones caliber. Now, when you look at in comparison to who's making similar money per year, he doesn't belong with the majority of that list. He's got to elevate his play. Pat is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Pat? Sal, good morning. I I love your feistiness. You know, I leave you on the radio when I go to sleep, and you wake me up about 4 o'clock in the morning every day. I don't know why you, you must get into a huge argument at that hour. No, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's a good chance that I'm going to be yelling or screaming at something, right, along the course right. of five hours? Yeah, It's a good good bet. Why is football more popular than baseball? I have a theory. I have a theory. It's because football is on network TV every week in the home team game. You will never miss. So you will never miss. What? what? You're saying because the Yankees are on you know, Amazon Prime on occasion? That's, Stuff that's... like that. Uh, it's becoming a niche sports No, program. that has well, nothing to do with it. Football's been more popular for years now. And gambling, I, by the way, would be the biggest reason. Well, I know that. But, Sal, let me ask you a question. How many streaming services do you pay for? How much uh, pay-per-view do you do? How, much, uh, how many extra things do you have to pay for in order to watch the sports you need to watch? As, as a normal citizen who doesn't have cable by choice and listens to the baseball games on the radio, I, I believe football is always on my on my set anytime, and the game of the week on Sunday is always a compelling matchup. Is that possible? Why football gets uh, more more viewership than the the stuff that's stuck on Amazon Prime? Or- uh, no, I, but no, I think football gets more viewership than anything that's on cable as well, especially compared to other sports. And thank you for the call, Pat. I don't. I'm not sure what exactly you're getting at. You do need now, and you're going to need more probably in the future, the streaming services. It's frustrating. For me, I if there's a, a Mets game on Apple or a Yankees game on Prime on a Friday night, I don't care. If I'm not on the air, I'll read about it. I'll check the box score. I'll watch the highlights. I'm not going out of my way, especially if I don't have those services. I do, but even though I have them, it's like it's too much work at times. I hate that they're all over the place, but that's the reality of the situation right now. I don't think that has anything to do with why football is significantly more popular than baseball or the other sports. But I do need to trim the fat a little bit with these things. The streaming services, it's it's too much. My wife was scrolling through Netflix today. and Actually, she wasn't scrolling through. We were just sitting there talking, and Netflix was on. She paused it because I woke up and came downstairs, and we were talking. And I'm seeing about a billion different shows flash by. And I'm like, oh, in, in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, do we really need cable outside of this? There are options here that I'll never get to. It's like restaurants in the city. Hey, I'd love to go to all of them. There's no way you could ever do that. Shows on Netflix, there's no way you could ever watch all of them. Ralph from Long Island. What's up, Ralph? What's up? Oh, sorry, Ralph. I hung up on you there. Steve is calling from New Mexico. What's up, Steve? Big Sal. What up, brother? How are you, Steve? How you doing, man? Good. I got you on uh, SNY. Thank I you. I watched you on uh, Baseball Night in New York. I called you uh, a couple months ago. But um, 
I wanted to ask you about, um, do you remember like in uh, baseball free agency, um, Adam Adovino to me, I have a, another one for you. Quickly, because we're about to wrap the show up here. Once that music hits, you're gone. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, why was uh, Adam Adovino like an afterthought? Like, obviously, he's a setup guy for Edwin Diaz. Yeah, yeah, but it seemed like there was no interest in him. No, they, I mean, they brought him back, Stephen. Thank you for the call, and I do appreciate you watching on SNY and, of course, listening to me on The Fan. But they did. They brought him back. What do you mean there's no interest? Here's the, the way maybe you meant to say it. He wasn't a priority. He wasn't a top priority. They wanted to bring Diaz back. They had other guys, obviously, retaining Nimmo, you know, bringing in Verlander to replace DeGrom. They brought in David Robertson. They wanted to do other things first and then take care of Adovino. But he's back. And by the way, I don't think he's going to have as good a season as he did last year. You know, bullpens are so fickle, and I don't trust Adovino at all anyway. Thanks to Fleegs. As always, good to have him back. Thanks to everybody who listened and who called. I appreciate each and every one of you, especially the idiots out there. I appreciate you the most. Thanks for getting me fired up. I will do it again tomorrow and close out the week strong on a Friday. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry, uh, Alan Celo. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.